my fuel requirements will be different from what my fuel requirements were six months back. Even if I'm training for the same event. As you keep getting stronger, your requirements keep changing. As you keep getting more efficient, your energy requirements keep changing. Welcome to Race Above Fitcast powered by Easier. Health now, education now, pay later. Get ready for a nourishing journey as we plunge into the captivating realm of nutrition. I'm your host Kunjal alongside incredible Tim Tim Sharma. We'll unveil the secrets to fueling your body during training, conquering ultra marathons and mastering the art of recovery like a true champion. Tim Tim, as you've mentioned that you need to have your nutrition checked properly when you're participating for such long distance and along with that trade. So let's speak about your diet plans, what nutrition you feel is important or you know must have when you are training or participating or let's even say when you are recovering from the ultra marathon. In the training phase as so this is how I work, I work quite scientifically. Um, I work based on macros for macros, I will do a micronutrient check just to see that internally everything is working fine. Because you may have the most, the highest quality content that is going in, but if your micros are not on point, the absorption will not happen and you will not be able to, will not really be able to help. One thing that I like to recommend to anyone and everyone who's listening to me is multivitamin, okay, but the only way to actually target a deficiency is first to understand what you're deficient in and then to have a focus like in a focused manner try to overcome the deficiency if you are taking a random like concoction of multivitamins without knowing what is going on inside it's like it's pointless right there is no logic to it if you think of it that way there is no logic to it be logical in the way that you approach your training or your diet or anything else you are using your body as a machine right you're taking it to so many different places. So start fueling it like the machine or, or maintaining it and servicing it like the machine that you want it to operate. If you're going to give it quality, it will give you quality. If you're not going to give it quality, it will give you exactly what you're giving. So first is understand what's happening internally. Target in case there's deficiencies, target them. Okay. Then do a check to see whether it's fixed or not. Okay. After that, when it comes to during training, as your training, see, running is something that is more cardio-intensive. Cardio-intensive means it needs more carbohydrate and it needs more energy. You are on your feet for long, long hours. So then you have to break it down into, of course, macros. But pre, like before your workout, during your workout, post your workout. Then your daily maintenance, recovery. Okay. So you have to play with your different macros within the cycle of that day. Within the cycle of your periodized training because there will be a point where your volume of training will go up. So the quantity of food that you need to eat at that point in time will go up. Right? Protein is more recovery based. Carb is more energy based. Carb gives you energy, protein assists in recovery. Right? So this has to be that based. So this is pre-training. In the day also, you will have a similar structure that is there. Before your food, you will need, before your training, you need a certain amount of fueling. During your training, you will need more amount of carbs. And then, of course, you need quality sleep. And then you repeat it. And then as 
volume increases, you change the volume of the food that you eat. Also, you have to realize that as you become more and more efficient cardiovascularly, the requirements of your body changes. You yourself start becoming smaller, so your food requirements reduce. Two is, your heart starts taking more load and works more efficiently, which means it has lesser energy requirement. So even for me, Kunjal, today my fuel requirements will be different from what my fuel requirements were six months back. Even if I'm training for the same event. As you keep getting stronger, your requirements keep changing. As you keep getting more efficient, your energy requirements keep changing. Then maybe you have to focus on your recovery requirements. So it depends entirely on where in your fitness cycle and where in your training cycle you are to be able to understand. Then you said during the event. During the event in itself, like for me personally, I'll just give you a personal example. Uh, for me, I would be more like, I can't do more than five or six gels. So I'll probably mix it up between muesli and uh, gels. And uh, so muesli is like the granola bars that I make. So I would do like granola bar or sometimes I would just do half a granola bar as well. And then there's oranges or change in the flavor in the mouth and electrolyte. So I would usually do a feed every 45 minutes to 50 minutes and it would alternate between one of them. That's how it works. I cannot have a meal, like a lot of people have meals, like we can stop and have curd rice and all that. I can't do that. So that's why I take things which are high in carbs, which I can just keep having on the go. So even in an ultra, I usually like will not take a break. Like, and another reason that I don't take a break is because I feel that if I sit down, I will not be able to get up. It's very difficult to restart and you know, get that momentum again. More than the restarting and the momentum, it is because like if you notice the events that I've done are more elevation based. So when you do a lot of elevation based, your muscles become extremely tight. So to get that fear is a little difficult. So you said it right, I guess the momentum. But in this, I'm just a little afraid that I may just not like physically be able to get it. But maybe if I do a few more ultra and I get a little bit more experienced in it, I think I would be able to do a better job and I would be... But again, like see, once it goes race, no. Race is race. Race may, if I'm sitting and eating, I will feel that I'm cheating the race. But yes, I do take a lot of uh, walking. Like if the gradient is extremely steep, I will walk. And even though I go in with this strategy, Angel, that I will have a feed every 45 minutes, it actually depends on how I'm feeling like I go with the overall strategy but if my body is not accepting I am not going to force feed it right like and usually like when you are running or you're moving or riding or whatever it is you have been training and I train alone like you've been training alone for so long your body gives you signal and you should be able to read the signal my body is telling me to do this so if I'm doing this, then this is going to work in my favor. And if I'm not doing this, then it is going to backfire. Sometimes the body is craving. Right? So it depends entirely on that. Yeah, Mota Moti, that is what the nutrition strategy is. So Tim Tim, according to you, do you feel that the nutrition need of a female ultra runner differs from male ultra runner? What is your take on that? 
I wouldn't say so. I think uh, I think see, basically we are smaller in size. Women are smaller in size, so maybe our energy requirements are lesser. So in terms of like the actual kilo calories that we need versus what a man will need, simply because they are bigger and to carry a bigger mass, they need more energy. Uh, there'll be a difference in energy requirements. But uh, so obviously, like if a guy is eating like char chapati, I can't be eating char chapati, right? Like because just size-wise, we need lesser energy, and of course, like physiologically, like from a hormonal way, they are different. Uh, but in terms of the activity that we are doing, we have similar. Like we will still, women will need an amount of carbs. Men will also will need like the macros stay the same. The absolute value of macros will change, but that will change from person to person, not just from male to female. As we wrap up. Remember that knowledge is your most powerful tool on the path of success. Next up is stepping into Tim Tim's shoes, exploring the dynamic world of training and addressing the unique challenges that female ultra marathon runners often face. Make sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you do not miss out on the exciting episodes of Race Above Fitcast powered by Easier Health Now, Education Now, Pay Later. Till then, stay curious, stay dedicated, and let Race Above guide you to success.